awesome. I'll call you right back. My ass. So sick of working my guts out for these assholes. I can't believe this is crime time. It was great! Dude, you're sick. After we go, why is it so sensitive, right? Yeah, I think anything you can hold in your hand. Yeah, I think anything you can hold in your hand. For sign is Aries or Areola. So, <laughs> we'll just see what happens. Hi. Take my bra off. <laughs> Needed some help with the memory on that one. Check it, Creo! As a kid, I would just see like all the, the hit ups that the gangs were doing. Unload. Unload. You got it. More like in their seats saying prayers and shit. So it's almost like listening to the radio. Honey, I'm home. Crime time. Crime time. Crime time. Crime time. Crime time. Anybody familiar with your work has seen backgrounds, photorealism, but what does a guy like you feel about a dope piece? Letters. I feel like dope piece is kind of broken into three categories these days. You kind of have, I guess, like the traditional funk letter style, uh, the quote-unquote wild style, you know, the new school era that sort of tends to break some of the rules. And then you've kind of got like, guess what people are calling hipster graph. I think, you know, letter structure is absolutely critical. Being inventive, some facet is a major part as well. Colors are important. Symmetry, balance. You could have success in any one of those three categories. Ultimately, if it's not painted clean, you're going to fail no matter what. If someone's really doing a good design piece, but they're not adding color, is that going to hurt the piece or is it necessary? So when we talk about color, it's really contrast. Not necessarily the actual colors you use, but how they, they play into each other and accent and complement. Most people base their success off some type of finance. What would someone that's just painting for the love of it, how would they measure their success? I, there's a saying that I've heard, I definitely didn't make it up, I repeat it as often as, as anyone asks, is you know, you have to compare yourself to yourself not anyone else. So if your success is measured off of money or accolades, the number of likes you get, you're never going to be satisfied. But if you can look at your last piece, your last painting, and see small victories, small improvements, things that you advanced at, I think that's a that's a good measurement. You want to progress and move forward. It's not always going to be brand new design. It's going to be small little unnoticeable things to most, but Without those, yeah, I don't know how you measure the progress. I feel like you know, that, to me, has always been a huge factor, no matter what you know, letters or characters or whatever it is I'm painting. Some people are motivated and some people aren't. I'm sure you've worked a regular job, and there's always that one employee that's just a lazy, filthy slob. Mm -hmm. What makes someone motivated? Is it something they're born with? Do you think it's genetic? Do you think it can be taught? Where the fuck does motivation come from? 
I don't think it can be taught. <laughs> you know, I've had a lot of people ask me to teach them how to paint, but I feel like the reality is, is not necessarily paint, but to paint what I paint. Right. But I feel like if I were to offer, teach someone to do exactly what I do, the likelihood of someone actually showing up to learn and put in the work is pretty unlikely. You know, I don't, yeah, I just don't see it. I mean, I've offered people before that, you know, have the ability to paint and they just, they're not into it. So I don't know if it's just life or where they place value on actually learning or how it actually, how the cards stack up for them. But I do think it's almost like an inherent trait, something that you're born with or, you know, I don't know if an outside source could help, you know, push that at all. If you were on an airplane and you knew that the airplane was going to crash and that death was imminent. And you had one phone call from 10,000 feet to the ground, so probably about a minute, minute and a half. Who would you call and what would you say? Yeah, I don't know what I would say, but I'd definitely call my son. Work hard, don't give up, something along those lines, you know, some some sort of everlasting uh value that i try to instill in my son something that i somewhat see in myself why is it that like grandpa starts the business dad takes it over and then grandson runs it into the ground is it because the grandson didn't have to work for it i think so i I think there's definitely a difference between you know winning the lottery versus working for it yourself do you think there's a lot of people that are kind of sitting around in life and hoping that they're going to hit the lottery in you know some hypothetical fashion but the grandkid or the you know third third generation didn't have to struggle to get to where you know the business was. It's harder to have an appreciation and, and a motivation to you know do the things that need to be done. But what was your favorite costume growing up that you wore trick or treating? I wore a ninja outfit. I don't know how old I was. I was pretty pretty young, and I climbed up into a tree and I was like jumping out and spooking kids as they came to my door. And I remember one of the times I went to jump out, my costume got caught on the tree and I fell to the ground. And rather than, you know, dealing with the embarrassment of it, I just kind of laid there and played dead. <laughs> Jeez, that's too good. Not a very good ninja. I don't think they're supposed to be seen, but, you know, it is what it is. Let's take money out of the human game. Let's take passion out of the human game. What is our objective when we're born... What are we supposed to get done in that little hyphen between our birth date and our death date? What the fuck are we really doing here? Any idea? Hopefully learning something. You know, what's good for you may not be good for me, right? I try to learn something, you know, read books or learn about relationships or learn about people and just try to be like a decent human. I mean, I feel like life is pretty easy as long as you're not a piece of shit. So I really strive for that as best as possible. Everybody steals at one point in their life. What was the last thing you stole besides a pair of panties? Yeah, I'm drawing a blank, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what the fuck I stole. The last time I stole was like, shit, it had been a long time. I don't know. Well, I got a confession here. About 10 years ago, I stole a bunch of shit before I moved out of this dude's place. I was going through his... <laughs> dude, he was at Maverick. I was going through his closet pulling plaids out that I like. Xbox 360 games. I stole like five of those. He had oh tools. I, like, <laughs> I'm taking shit. Oh, <laughs> like a crescent wrench set. Fucking oh, pliers. Shit, a bag of zip ties. That's too much. What the fuck do you need a bag of zip ties? He had a DVD. Like, he, dude, he had uh, another book of like pornographic DVDs. I took all those. For sure. That was the first thing you took, <laughs> nasty bastard. Oh, uh,
I don't think there's any culture that you just wake up and you automatically have mastered it and you're good at it. There's usually years behind the scenes. How long have you been going at this? For me, it's a tough question because I was in and back out and then back in again. Can't really technically count the early years, but the first time I painted a wall, I was like 10, 11 years old. What were you, where were you, and who were you before you became the moniker Surreal? Probably had a half dozen names that none really ever stuck. This name, I feel like I made like a conscious effort to find something that was more fitting to what I was doing. So I started using the name Surreal, I think, in 2012. The rest of the stuff before that really doesn't make much of a difference. Graffiti's kind of like a road trip, and you don't really have a map. So it seems like it's easy to get lost or have a detour, blow a tire, or hit a pothole. Do you feel like the road and graffiti that you've traveled has been more difficult than it is for other people that decide to take the same journey. I feel like I'm in this weird position where I'm stuck between the art world and the graffiti world where, you know, the graffiti guys look at me like I'm just some artist and the artists look at me like I'm a graffiti guy. I mean, I'm constantly trying to prove what I'm trying to do repeatedly. Ten years ago, your goals were probably to get better, make a few friends, possibly get sexed into some coastal crew. What are your goals currently? Ten years ago, I don't know if I had a goal. Or doing graffiti was just like day to day. Go paint a wall or I want to get a good spot. Or today, I mean, it's everything's different. Where I'm at and what I'm doing, I'm trying to do things that I never thought was possible, whatever that means. The struggle with it, though, is that this fine line of not crossing over to being some art dork that has no respect or understanding of graffiti history. But at the same time, I mean... I can't paint a piece every time I paint. You know, we are human beings, and we tend to judge a book by its cover. And there's a lot of people out there that don't like you. Frankly, there's a few that probably drag their shoe in the sand, write your alias, and piss on it. What is it about you that those guys that don't like you should know that would make them probably be a friend or more of a fan? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, don't, I feel like I'm a nice guy. I try to be humble. I try to be honest. I, I, I feel like if there are people out there that don't like me, the assumption is is that I'm just like this art dork. Like I'm some rich kid or something that had a bunch of paint and figured out how to paint fancy characters, which is absolutely not the case. I'm not sponsored. You know, everything that I've figured out how to do took hard work. I didn't go to art school. You know, I was just in the same position as most of these kids that come up and they're just bombers and they're using dollar paint. Like, I was there too. If there's hate that I, you know, have a shit ton of really good paint now or I'm able to paint fancy pictures, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I would say at all. My upbringing or where I came from is probably not what they think it would be. You know, when you work hard enough at something, you have the option to do it professionally or continue to do it recreationally. Do you feel like going professional has taken the recreational side out of it? Yeah, of course. I mean, in the last, let's say, six months, I've probably painted for myself one time. The ability to go out and try new stuff and paint a big wall or paint a piece, for example, not as common as it used to be. But at the same time, you know, when I'm painting these other things, whatever they may be, I'm learning something. So it's not a total, you know, loss by any stretch. I'm still, you know, kind of making a living by spraying the can and I'm learning something that hopefully I'll be able to apply back to my own things, you know, at a later date. I wouldn't necessarily change anything, but I would agree. I mean, it's not the most ideal situation to be. 
there's something to take from it that I can gain apply to what I want to do. There's several things that motivate a young person to get involved in graph. Should money be one of those factors? Yes or no? Answer the damn question. I don't think that's the right approach. I mean, I get asked all the time, how do you get walls? Like, how do you do murals for people? How do you do, you know, and for me, it's an organic process, right? Like, I want to craft you, bust your ass, you paint walls for free, or, you know, you even pay to paint a wall. And after you do a few of those, then, you know, someone might offer to at least cover your supplies. And after you do a few of those, then you might get paid a little bit. Asking that question first is asking the wrong question. I mean, the first question you should be asking is, how do I get better? To put that into a sexual context, that's like telling a girl where you're going to ejaculate before you've even got her phone number or ever even asked her out. Well, ask her if you, you know, if, if she's got condoms for you and you're still just chatting on the internet. So, yeah. You know, some people have drive, some people have talent. What ratio are you? Do you think this is, you know, more talent or more drive? You're supposed to make it think it's effortless, right? Like, you know, it's no big deal. But the truth is, for me, it's hard. I mean, I I don't think anything is natural. I mean, I remember the first time trying to paint a character, and it was terrible. It took a lot of late nights and studying artists and studying tattoo artists and watching videos and, you know, really just trying to fill my head with as much knowledge as possible. And then you know, trying to apply it. Somehow, fortunately, things started to click. I learned some tricks and I got a little bit better. I still have a long way to go. You know, I mean, as far as the art world's concerned, you know, there's a lot of areas I'm lacking or things that I don't quite have a solid grasp of. But, you know, I try to learn every day and progress with everything I paint. One of life's hidden truths is the harder something is, the more interest you have in it, whether it's a woman or painting. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the type of person I am, I'm always trying to make progress or push forward. When I suck at something, I'll keep going until I see improvement. I think the biggest challenge that I might run into is once I hit a plateau, you know, I'm, I might lose interest at that point. So far, I mean, I'm still seeing, you know, small little victories here and there to, to keep me interested. In- you know, my heroes have always been cowboys, like that Willie Nelson song. Do you still have heroes in the graph game? A ton of artists that I look up to in all different types of mediums, not just, you know, people who use aerosol. I mean, there's tattoo artists that I think are, you know, doing amazing work. There's people that use a brush that I think are great. But I mean, specifically within, you know, the graffiti world, there's dozens of people that I, I personally am like, man, I couldn't do that. And how the hell is that guy doing that? That happens almost daily. So anyone that runs a business uh, is in a band, does comedy, does art. They want to attack social media and use it as a tool or a weapon. I think you understood the value of it. A lot of people saw it as kind of a, you know, something fun to tinker with, but you utilized it and really validated what you were coming after and trying to do. Do you think it's mandatory that someone uses social media? Do you think it's foolish not to? I guess it depends on where you're coming from, right? I mean... Someone like myself coming out of small town USA, I mean, there's not a whole lot of opportunity to get to, you know, get your work seen. You know, LA or Bay Area or something like that, where there's a lot of eyeballs out there. Maybe it's not as important. Small town guys, I think it's it's huge. I mean, it almost levels the playing field. It doesn't necessarily matter where you're from. It matters what you're doing. So, you know, all the projects you've tackled, all the murals you've done. Is there one that stands out, one that uh, you enjoy the most? Not necessarily because I was so happy or proud of it or I thought it was, you know, some sort of accomplishment. 
but because I was so physically and mentally exhausted, I did a 100-foot-long wall without buff, without a scissor lift, literally just climbing up and down a ladder. I mean, that wall killed me. It was worth it in the end. You know, I didn't get paid for it. Basically, just kind of hustled this real big wall in a prime spot and got it and painted it. Uh, but when it was all over with, the level of... I guess accomplishment was probably greater than most, but there was also the level of effort and energy that went into it was probably greater than most murals that I have done. And that one definitely stands out. I've definitely asked this question to a few other artists, but if you were a millionaire or there was no money to be made in this industry, would you still be as passionate about painting? Definitely continue to paint. I would go back to painting the shit I want to paint, though. You know, I'm not going to be painting someone's mural for free. That's for damn sure. I wouldn't just quit because there wasn't money involved. I didn't get to the point where I was, you know, offered murals by being paid to do them, right? Like, there was an ambition or a drive to get good at something. So I was never driven by the money aspect of it. If that went away tomorrow, you know, I'd still be here. Is there any books or authors you recommend to anyone that's trying to build their mind and maybe build their art portfolio? Stephen Pressfield's stuff is really good. The War of Art and Turning Pro were huge. 48 Laws of Power is also something that I read and, and found some value in. The 50th Law, which is actually co-written by, I think it's Robert Greene who wrote 48 Laws of Power. He co-wrote a book with 50 Cent called The 50th Law. There's literally endless information out there, YouTube videos, books, all of it. Get after it. I mean, it's, it's just like art. I'm always trying to learn from from the people that were there before me or have done it before me. So to try to just kind of wing it and hope for the best is not giving yourself any kind of uh, advantage. Reading and, and studying and spending the time is, is definitely to your game. Do you think anyone could have predicted the path that you were going to take? And does your friends and family support that path? I don't know. I mean, I try not to. I try to keep you know the people closest to me, their opinions. I don't really trust it, right? Because the, the, your friends or your family are going to tell you everything you do is great. You know, there's been often times where I painted something and I know it's shit, and a friend will tell me how great it is. So, but there are there have been people, you know, that I went to school with or in my past that that try to say, oh, I expected you to you know do art when in some fashion in life. I don't know. I mean, it's all bullshit to me. If I would have quit or gave up or just stopped drawing, I wouldn't have done anything. For someone to say that they saw it coming 20 years ago, I just, I don't really believe it. Do you think that Graph would be better if we could just be fucking honest and just say, dude, this fucking blows? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, it's just like in life, right? Like everyone complains that they want, you know, friends to be honest with them. And then as soon as you, you are honest, you're an asshole. I don't I don't have the answer, but I'm definitely not going to uh, be the guy to say something, especially if it's someone who is a friend. I don't know. Feelings, people's feelings are a little too sensitive. So Simple, simple answer. Is the dark web as bad and scary as everyone thinks or says it is? It really is as bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about that too much. It's stuff scary. What about other interests? What else uh, captivates you or takes up some of your time? kind of trying to travel as much as possible and you know, i used to go to a lot of friends that do like nightclub stuff or you know they're promoters so i'd go to a lot of concerts and shows but not so much anymore um i'm kind of a homebody honestly what about I'm cars though you uh i remember reading an article about you racing cars and shit are you into that uh, i'm kind of taking a break from that i sold my I had a race car i sold that i just got a little beater car i drive around and that's pretty much it i mean i'm not really into like <laughs> 
racing or building cars at the moment. It was a huge passion at some point in my life. If you won the lottery, never had to work again, what goals and ambitions would you have for the present and the future? I would probably travel and paint, honestly. I mean, I'd take my son with me and hit every damn state I possibly could and hit as many exotic, crazy countries as I could. And at that point, anything's possible, right? You can ship paint all over and build a damn wall in some foreign jungle somewhere and paint that. I mean, I feel like traveling, and obviously, I mean, I would be able to paint shit that I want to paint. So the product would change quite a bit, too. If you're a superhero painter, what is your superhero strength? Wow, shit, that's a great question. Maybe uh, when I'm doing realism, I mean, I feel like I can do realism pretty well. Um, mixing crazy-ass colors with the realism is something that I'm pretty good at, you know, just taking a skin tone and for no reason making it bright blue, uh, but still keeping the realism. Um, painting people, painting animals, those are definitely things that I've had some success at. What is the element or attribute in most people that makes them run from this bullshit from art from any of their passions well their motives are fucked if if you want to be famous and it doesn't work out you're gone if you want to make a shit ton of money and it doesn't work out you're gone you know if you want to get some some girls or something and it doesn't work out you're gone if the motive is not correct in the first place i feel like that that sends a lot of people packing but the funny thing about that is if the motive is correct, a lot of this shit will just happen naturally anyways. I mean, it kind of goes back to what we're talking about. These people just want to start out. They don't have any experience painting and they want to do a mural. It's like, dude, spend the time in a book or like in a board in your backyard for a few years before you try to go and play with the big boys. The motives are fucked. I don't know how else to put it. There's ancient architecture, pyramids, cave drawings, etc. All sorts of proof that prehistoric man was into art and creation and design is art a major part of the human experience if you're not artistic do you think you're missing part of the human experience i think creation the ability to fabricate design produce draw to be able to create something that didn't exist prior to you i think is huge yeah i mean there's a lot of people that miss out on that and yeah, I would agree. Longevity seems to be a key attribute in success and winning. Just the ability not to quit. But also it feels like every year that you stay involved in a craft, something creative or amazing happens. So it's like you can't quit. Otherwise you would miss out on some of the greatest parts that were ever going to happen to you at all. You're spot on. I mean, something of significance happens every year. I mean, I would agree for sure. If I would have quit three, four, or five years ago, the amount of... I mean, I find myself in these situations all the time where I kind of look around and take note of, like, where I'm at or the people I'm with. And I'm just like, man, this is a fucking crazy situation. You know, I can't believe that spraying some paint put me in this situation. And one of those moments, at least one every year for sure happens, where you're like, what the, how did I get here? What do you know or believe about the laws of attraction? It seems like a lot of successful people point at it, believe in it, and worship it. Where the shit are you at on that? Uh, I mean, I absolutely believe that you create your own reality you know if you wake up and you're in a shitty mood and you're treating people like shit then nothing really good's going to come of it that day you try to be positive and try to improve and you know try to 
add value to the people whose lives are around you, then something good is going to happen. I have multiple instances or scenarios where just by being a decent person put me ahead or, you know, put me in front of someone that would give me a, a job or whatever the case is. I feel like for sure there's something to it. You know, I'm definitely not the type of person that's going to sit around and try to win the lottery. I'm going to go and try to make this shit happen. Mankind in general and this to thrive has had to evolve. What kind of evolution is going on in Surreal's life? Like, how are you going to evolve your art to stick around a few more years or 10 more or 30 more years? Is it just something natural that happens or something you actually have to plan out? So, I mean, I kind of battle with this thought all the time of where, you know, if I want to go let's say, be some some artist in a gallery somewhere. Ultimately, what that means is I'm going to have to pick something and repeat it over and over and over again. And that, to me, is not progress. That, to me, is staying stagnant. You know, I'm going to just kind of settle on something and regurgitate it. But what I do is, you know, I switch gears completely. You know, let's say I'm painting portraits, and then the next day or the next month, I'm only doing animals or you know, I mean, I'm always trying to paint different things to learn different techniques and, you know, sharpen the skill set a little bit. Age is really just a number, man. You know, as you get older, it seems like it's harder to disperse the same amount of energy you did when you're younger. Is age really just a number or are you fucking, you feel like it's age could be problematic in your line of work? Yeah, I think, I mean, there's a certain, just physically... I'm not going to be able to do the shit I'm doing. That's that's obvious. The, the amount of times I climb up and down a ladder is absurd. So yeah, there's there's going to come a point where I can't do that anymore. But finding another way to do it, I don't know what the solution is at this point, but I definitely see it coming down the line at some point. Bruce Lee has a quote that says, Mistakes are always forgivable if one has the courage to admit them. Do you have any uh, regrets? Is, is there a mistake that you know you would have handled differently or are mistakes just there to guide you? I feel like you should regret things you didn't do more than the things you did. Humans are such an unintellectual creature that we have to fail to learn. Think about it. Any other species, like a snake, doesn't have to fail to learn. If it fails, it's dead. We actually fail on a daily basis as a means of learning. So I had a old friend tell me one time that he had never had a business fail and after knowing him a little bit longer i kind of learned the history of him having multiple failed businesses and after you know kind of thinking about it the realization is is that you know as long as you're learning something along the way there's no such thing as a failure so for him you know maybe the business didn't survive but you know he took something from it that that made it worthwhile i know you've had a lot of women in your life shout out during intimate moments, but is there any shout outs you'd like to give to some of your friends or brands just thinking of all these women that have shouted me out. I don't know <laughs> if that's ever happened, but uh, yeah, I definitely appreciate what you're doing here. I mean, you guys are doing some cool shit. So thanks for getting me involved and uh, let me answer a few, a few questions. Well, have a nice night, man. We're glad you came on and sorry if we came on to you too hard. Don't be sorry. I gotta go. I got some people coming up. Safe travels. Peace. If the motive is not correct in the first place, I feel like that's a lot of people packing. If the motive is not
not correct in the first place, I feel like that, that sends a lot of people packing. If the motive is not correct in the first place, I feel like that, that sends a lot of people packing. If the motive is not correct in the first place, I feel like that, that sends a lot of people packing. If the motive is not correct in the first place, I feel like that, that sends a lot of people packing. If the motive is not correct in the first place, I feel like that, that sends a lot of people packing. If the motive is not correct in the first place, Thank you.